best place to hide is in your mind. All right, Ghoul Gang, welcome back to another episode of Between Lewis and Lovecraft Correspondence, the show where I force people to talk to me on the internet and be and pretend to be my friend for an hour, and then at the end of it, hopefully they'll be my friend. Um, guys, I'm so excited about uh, my guest for this week. Uh, hanging out with me is Scott Miner, the executive director of Realm Makers. Scott, if you want to say hello. Hello, how you doing, Tyler? My good friend. <laughs> yes, it's already it's already kicking in. If you say it enough, it'll it'll become true. Uh, Achievement unlocked. Yeah, the little thing happened down below. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Scott, you are the executive director of Realm Makers, and I am I genuinely am so very excited to be talking with you today because um, Realm Makers is something that has inspired me to get to where I am right now, which is hanging out in my, uh, in my weird studio space where I talk to random people on the internet uh, because of a love for writing, because of a love for fantasy, sci-fi, and getting to know people, all things that you would uh, attain to, uh, attest to a convention, right? Which is exactly Absolutely. what Realm Makers is. Uh, Scott, do you want to do you want to tell people kind of uh, the lowdown on Realm Makers? Sure, sure. It, uh, I'll do the really quick version, which it might on might not end up being really quick because I tend to fail it really quick. <laughs> but I'll do my best. Uh, you're right. Realm Makers is a writers' conference first and foremost for Christian authors who are writing in the genres of fantasy, science fiction, horror, steampunk, all the weird speculative genres and um it's been successful because we address the dilemma of christians hearing from other christians that they shouldn't be writing what they are and they hear from non-christians you know at at uh, other secular conventions you know christians have no business writing science fiction (laughs) they're science deniers right so you get the side eye from your friends at church and you're not quite uh in the club at the uh, secular, you know, regular fantasy sci-fi cons. Um, However, as we've dug into those, uh, those worlds, I've started a different picture has started to emerge because beyond just the home, the, the writer's conference, we've started an online community. We started the bookstore where we take Realmy books and we go to these conventions you know we take all the books that we have to we've gone to world fantasy a couple times we missed 2020 although i was actually uh managing the dealer room at world at world fantasy 2020 Mm. till it went virtual and there goes the dealer room so most of my job kind of went away yeah there i missed out on meeting brandon sanderson again oh man invite him uh, I think it's been three times so far that we've seen him and invited him sure. to Realm Makers. And um, he's open to it, but you have to get through his scheduler. Right. A.K.A. his wife. Oh, is that who it is? I yeah. totally understand. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it. I mean, it makes sense. It should It should be. Honestly, having someone who uh, who you're already accountable to should be the yeah. one that you're accountable to in your time. So that makes sense. Yeah, and that's pretty often the case. Brent Weeks, same way, got to know Christy um, as we were uh, and brought Brent to keynote at the conference. Mm. But uh, as we go to these these events as the bookstore, we are promoting Realm Makers books just on their own merit. We're not, you know, painting Jesus or a cross on anything. We're just presenting <laughs> awesome books, and yeah. Christians will come up to us and be like, "So I hear you're Christian." I'm Christian. Nice. You know, and there's a ton of Christians at these events. There's yeah. a ton of Christians you'll find at all these secular events because if a, if Christians didn't like fantasy or science fiction, it wouldn't be popular. If a book was a New York Times bestseller, it wouldn't have been if Christians didn't buy it. You right, know? right. Uh, there's just no getting around it. And uh, it's been a wonderful experience taking our author's books to these to these other events 
homeschool events are the ones where we sell the most books. Oh, I'm sure. The, Homeschoolers the are, are usually, they're so excited to get something because, I mean, like, when I was in school, like, I was I was constantly busy doing things uh, with people in the school, right? But I know yeah. that my friends who were homeschoolers, uh, and I say friends, they're, they're people who I went to church with, and, you know, they have, it was like a, it was the same church, but it was like two different cultures. And generally speaking, nowadays, they're like vastly smarter than I am because they actually put in the work. Like I just showed up to school. Like they actually have to do the work because they're there at home with their teacher all the time. Yeah, yeah. So so Realm Makers has become a lot more than it started out yeah. as. Um, we've got, uh, and this year, especially we've kind of reinvented the foundation upon which we're growing into the next decade. We revamped our website. We created our uh, offline sort of our dedicated social network mm -hmm. on our website called the realm sphere. And uh, every year we've had to reinvent the web, the, the conference because we went from being in person to being totally online and now a hybrid of the two completely in person and live streaming the entire conference it's not a lesser portion of the conference it's sure. the entire thing so can you tell me i mean you've already mentioned you know it kind of came out of this idea that there's there's two these two worlds and and there's kind of this in between um for a lot of authors yes can yeah. you can you tell me more about i mean about the story of realm makers itself though because i think it's such an interesting story of where it came from I, I think a lot of listeners christian or not would be interested in seeing the development of it sure well i mean if you're a christian author you're familiar with the christian writers conference and there are a lot of excellent they tend to be regional Christian writers conferences and sure. our authors would would go to those and many authors have had a lot of success attending but but quite often when you are writing fantasy or science fiction uh, the marketing classes don't quite apply because you're you're not pursuing speaking engagements you're not going to you know be a guest at the men's or women's breakfast and sell your book in the narthex. Right. You know, you're not writing anything. <laughs> narthex, those man. Lines. You're just writing a fun book. That... And the book might not necessarily be a Christian book. Right. So the publishers there are not interested in querying fantasy or science fiction. Um, and a lot of our authors would just bemoan and say, well, all they're looking for is Amish this and Amish that if you're going to a fiction, con a fiction conference. And uh, just finding their needs not well served, and um, and again, kind of getting the side eye from everybody else who's writing, you know, historical romance or Amish romance or their memoir or, or what have you. And uh, in 2012, it just came to a point where, you know, and I was there in the office, and Becky just threw up her hands and said, "We need our own conference." <laughs> And that, that was really the inception of it. It was just Becky just observing that what is there available for Christian speculative authors is not serving their needs. Yeah, it's and, like uh, uh, it's like the super nerdy version of, um, you know, some guys hang out and they go, we should open a bar. Like every group of guys has said that at one point. But the nerdy version is we should start our own conference. Exactly, exactly. What well, happens, you know, in other ways in church, too, whenever you're the one to identify a need, like, you know, go to a new church and like, hey, do you guys have a choir? You should have a choir. Yeah. And they say, well, you're right. When does it start? Yeah. You know, it <laughs> now you're in charge you, of that. <laughs> right. You're welcome to start one. Let us know when rehearsals are. Yeah, it is a very, know? a very church minded thing of like, hey, if it doesn't exist already, I, you're the one that has to do it if you identify it. Um, and so maybe that's good. You know, maybe it's a it's a a system that creates leaders and, and creates uh, individuals who are are not afraid to try something. Yeah. Yep. And so there was uh, all of a sudden, uh, Becky was planning a conference in St. Louis. And uh, 
I, I just got involved because she was mentioning things like having a, a bookstore to sell people's books. And uh, I thought, uh, well, are you going to take credit cards? You, do you need me to set up a merchant account? Can I help with that? Um, and that's really where I got started because um, I could perhaps walk, walk this back a little bit because Becky's original idea before Realm Makers, before the moment where, you know, she said, we need our own conference. She had the idea for what she called the Faith and Fantasy Alliance, mm. which to this day is the name of our company in, you know, le the legal name gotcha. of our company is the Faith and Fantasy Alliance. And she just envisioned connecting with other Christian speculative authors and representing at Comic Cons, Dragon Con, Fantasy Cons uh, as an exhibitor. Yeah with books and combining faith and fantasy and working together in this alliance. And before that really ever happened, the little realm makers moment happened and that really took over. Sure. Uh, and we grew you know, the, the, the second year we were about the same size as the first year. Cause we moved from St. Louis to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. But then our third year when we went back to St. Louis, Mm-hmm. We grew like a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's so we great. Dub we doubled in size, and then heading into uh, our fourth year, we went back to Philadelphia, grew a little bit more, and then when we in 2017, by the time we'd kind of outgrown our university conference centers where we were holding the conference, yeah. staying in dorms, eating in the college dining halls. Uh, we finally went into a hotel in Reno, Nevada, the Atlantis Hotel Casino Resort. I think that was and the that year was, that I. That was a blast. I think that was the year that I really tried to get out to you guys, um, but it just it, it might have been the year after I had like discovered you as a as a group, and dude, it killed me not being able to be there because uh, I mean that was the closest you guys have been to the West Coast. And yeah. I was like, man, I could, I could just drive if I really wanted to be there. Um, mm -hmm. and seeing what, and, and then you guys were on, you know, Instagram and Twitter, you were kind of, you know, like all these live updates of, of all the stuff that you guys are doing there. Um, I, I, I guess in a way I attended through everybody else, you know, posting on right. social media. Uh, and that was great, man. It was so cool to see. It was it was just amazing to see a community of people that I identified with so well because for majority of my life it, it's been hard for me to identify with a, a group of people. You know, I went to church my whole life. I was a youth leader, um, and and the whole time there was always this doubt in my head of like, is this really where I want to be in in the church and 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 going after. Um, going after being a, a, a leader in the church um, and then being outside of the church and, and looking for careers and trying to find a good place there. I just didn't like anything. I'm still trying to come to terms with where I'm at. But as a writer, I've always loved writing ever since I was a kid. And I am a Christian that like I, I push my beliefs, not in a not in a salesman kind of way, but in a, you know, this is a matter of fact of who I am. And so you guys created this event where it was it was literally everything about me that I liked. Um, <laughs> and and I think it's just so amazing that you guys are there and and why I've continued to watch you guys, even though I, I just can't make it out. You know, I continue to, to stalk you as the the you guys prep and talk about all these great things. And I get so excited for you and the authors that I've seen start to really rise out of this group. Um, and I mean, I've reached out to probably half of them to be on my show. And it, it's it's so cool to watch as other people dive into the same culture that that I that I see there. That's um, an amazing community to, to support, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah, um, we had uh, fast forward to uh, a couple weeks ago, and we're heading into our fourth year of the Realm Makers bookstore exhibiting at at other events and conventions. We lost all but one event in 2020. 
Oh, really? Um, yeah, in what? Nashville, the Tyson Diligently Homeschool Conference in Nashville was the end of February. So it, it just beat the whole wave of closures and cancellations that sure. started in March. And so we did that event for the fourth year in a row just a couple of weeks ago. And over 2020, which was, you know, every year we've grown how many books we've sold. But in 2021, we beat our previous record by 240%. We sold a thousand books. Oh, wow. At this event, it was just amazing and nonstop. We had about five or six authors there joining us, mm. um, working the booth, talking to customers, selling not only their own books, but other, you know, everybody else's books. Sure. Uh, because we've got we've got a ton, like all of the uh, Realm Award winners and faculty are the ones primarily whose books we carry. Yeah. Uh, Plus those who their their publisher might have gotten them in, right? Uh, and add to that series like Adventures in Odyssey. We had uh, Mike Naraki there from uh, co-creator the Veggie Tales, wow. voice right. of Larry the Cucumber. Uh, that was a lot of fun and brought a lot of folks to the booth. Yeah, I bet. And uh, yeah, and and we doubled the size of our booth. So it, generally, it's proved true that if you have if you double the space, the, the the real estate you have at the convention, you stand a good chance of doubling your sales. Sure. Yeah, I think if you have if you have that uh, foundation set, then then that's definitely good. Obviously, someone who has one book out and has one person should shouldn't necessarily right. double. But I, I I think it's it's indicative of of the growth that you guys have seen over the past. Uh, I mean, you're close to a decade now, right? Yep. Well, this will be our ninth annual conference in July. So mm -hmm. our 10th annual conference will be in 2022. Yeah. So just, so just being able to, for our 10th year, you can see the evidence of, of that almost decade, um, being fruitful in, in some way. Yeah. Um, now, now you've talked about the, the homeschool and you, you went around to places and, and you kind of touched on how this all started where, um, where you guys wanted to be a presence, a, an entity at other conferences that just existed. Right. Um, is that, have you guys found that to be true? Uh, or is, is it just evolved or turned into something else? Well, um, we very much want to continue being a presence at some of these other fantasy cons. We tend not to sell many books at all. Mm at these events and i hear the other exhibitors yeah, having the same complaints it's not just us right um people tend to very quickly just very easily and, and more cheaply buy books on amazon they'll bring books for the book signing and uh, the dealer halls have gotten a bit less um or perhaps a lot less well trafficked hmm. some of the cons don't put it in a good place they don't give it a lot of focus um it, and that's, in other cases it's just that's super interesting to, to me just because like when when my wife and i go to comic cons here up in, in portland like that's like all we're here for <laughs> like we we set our budget and we go there just to go spend money on local and independent artists and creators um we might catch a panel we might I mean, we've never gone with the hopes of hanging out with a celebrity or getting a picture. It's yeah. always been to try and find that artist alley and and support mm -hmm. it. So I, I, I wonder if that's, I don't know, that's weird. That's crazy, honestly, to me that people would go and not want to go and support people who are there. Uh, what I found, and it depends on the event, honestly, you know, we haven't attended every event, but sure. we went to Salt Lake Comic Con. We went to some smaller uh, comic cons closer to our area and it just seemed like people went to a comic con to feed the fandom they already have to buy sure. a lightsaber to take a picture in a tardis you know to get uh, to take a selfie with you know a uh, with elijah wood or something like that right and uh would tend to you know just kind of walk by our booth we didn't sell a whole lot we we drove all the way out to salt lake comic con that was a huge uh, that was the very first event, and to this date, it was the worst 
event oh, geez. we ever attended. Uh, it was tons of fun. Right. But, you know, we had a couple authors meet us out there and we just didn't really sell a whole lot, you know, and transition to now, you know, one of those same authors, for instance, Carrie Neitz was one of the first authors to join us at that event in Salt Lake City. Hmm. And also Catherine Jones Payne. They've been involved since the beginning. And uh, now Catherine, she joined us in Orlando a couple of years ago, and we sold 110 copies across her trilogy. Oh, wow. At a homeschool convention. So a lot more useful uh, spending her time there. And in total, we sold about 420 books. Mm. Uh, then in Nashville, we sold a thousand. It just blew our minds. But it's good to know that that is now perhaps what'll be a new normal for yeah. us as we have, as we know how to uh, purchase our space and book more famous authors to join us. I mean, you can't beat Mike Naraki when it comes to attracting homeschoolers <laughs> to your booth, except we are topping even that in Orlando. We have Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah, joining us yeah. at our booth the creator writer one of the voices um phil lawler mm -hmm. will be joining us in orlando along with katie lee who's the voice of connie kendall so if you're familiar with adventures in odyssey you you will yeah i think blow your I, mind unfortunately i've 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 person. grown out of the age where i can justify watching uh cartoons um but i know or cartoons well, like that I think, yeah oh is it i thought it was uh I thought there was a, a cartoon uh, I could be very off. Now, VeggieTales, Mike Naraki, that was definitely all cartoon. That I Adventures grew up on. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah, Adventures in Odyssey was all audio drama. You'd hear it on gotcha. the Christian radio stations. Uh, they might have done something animated, but generally Adventures mm. in Odyssey is all audio drama by the nature of it. Well, that's really uh, cool. I'll, I'll actually have to check that out just as a podcast guy. Um, I'm always yeah, down Yeah, and that it's all run by uh, Focus on the Family. Okay. Which I've been able to create uh, relationships with them as well over the past uh, few weeks. Yeah. Um, so, so it's very exciting just to be able to have those guests. You know, a, a high tide raises all the ships. So if we can bring a lot of people to the booth because they want to meet Phil and Katie, they're also going to meet the other eight authors. We literally have 10 guests joining us in Orlando, and uh, the same number of guests will be joining us in Cincinnati at the other really big convention and we're booking them with speaking engagements there at the convention oh that's awesome and, uh, just learning to do the whole thing a lot better yeah and have it be more effective for the authors who are joining us and so with this uh with this upcoming realm makers uh which now i know that that you had said that this is both um online and in person it's in person right. basically with the online option um right where is the in-person going to be? That's going to be in St. Louis, Missouri at the Sheraton Westport Chalet, July 15th to the 17th. And that hotel is the one we've been at the most. Yeah. This will be, I think, our... Well, I guess this will be our third time there because we have 2018, 19, yeah. We were there in 2018, 2019, and it's everyone's favorite hotel. It's pretty much the most accessible for our authors. When you look at a map of where everybody is, it's closer to the most people, and it's inexpensive, generally, to fly into St. Louis. Sure. So it's highly accessible, and uh, it's a beautiful, small enough hotel that we completely fill the convention space 100%. So we are the only ones there. We just dominate the entire space, well, that's which a, is that's always the perfect fun. size. Yeah, to be able to just be yeah. like, yeah, this is our space now. Just come in, drop your bags, and uh, and you're the people in charge. I'm sure that's a exactly. lot of fun. Exactly. And it, it looks kind of like, um, well, it's called the chalet. It has this like French chalet kind of feel. And... Uh, if you've seen Beauty and the Beast, there's a there's a very nice, big, round fountain outside. It looks just like the fountain that Belle is sitting at reading and all the animals are coming up to her. It's just got a lot of charm and a lot of inexpensive dining options nice. for folks who are trying to save a little money. 
and we always try to keep realm makers to be um, affordable yeah because um, you're dealing with uh either authors uh who maybe don't make enough a lot of money or uh, yeah. new authors who make even less money right. um, <laughs> and uh I know like that's my biggest thing is like if I go it's it's almost an investment right into my own writing because I'm going to network I'm going to learn I'm going to do all that and so it's about the right time and all that it just limits uh, what cities we can possibly take the conference to which is why we haven't been back to the west coast mm. um, and it's also why when we did we were at a we were at a casino Oh, because right. the room rate is it's just so cheaper. much less expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just try to make sure that the convention space is not in the same... Like, you can go from your room down the elevators to the convention space without going through the casino, right? We try to avoid that. Sure. And uh, we'll be back at a casino location in uh, for our 10th anniversary, 10th annual conference in Atlantic City. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the whole point is a low room rate. That's really all we're doing. And if, you know, if people have um, a problem with the gambling, you know, don't gamble. Pray for them as you walk by. Um, <laughs> take advantage of the cheap room rate and the good food. Yeah. Uh, gambling is not my forte, only because I'm really bad at it. Um, if yeah. I was good at it, then that then I might not uh, be ad- as adverse as I am to it. Yeah, uh, I actually put a. I sent a RFP uh, request for proposal to Portland and Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I heard nothing. You know, I sent it to the convention and visitors bureau. They get all excited about it. Send it out to the hotels, and then nobody responds because we're asking for a room rate that they don't want they don't to care. come yeah. down to. Right, yeah. so they just don't even bid on it. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know. The mind of, of people in Portland. I I barely know the mind of people in my own county. I, I live outside of Portland as much as I can. So well the people, you know, that we, we know a lot of authors and I, I want to be out there primarily because we know so many famous authors right in that area. You know, um some of the authors that we've already had at the conference, like James Rubart, um I think Alan Arnold, no he's in Colorado, uh Brent Weeks. Terry mm-hmm. Brooks, yeah, Terry some Brooks. new authors like Robert Dugani that we've met at other events. Um, there's just a, and, and there's a lot of Realmies sure. up there, but uh, the hotels just demand a higher room rate, you know, and, and, and if they we can't could, bring it over, can't justify it. Yeah. And we're not willing to, to choose a hotel where the room rate's going to be $180 a night. Yeah. Um, unless we've got a really good reason to do that. So right, we're still looking for West Coast locations. I spent a lot of time trying to find one. Yeah, and uh, I think we're going to have to back out of the West Coast as a 2023 option, unfortunately. Ah man, maybe by 2030. That's what I'll be praying well, we're, for. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying to find a location, you know, um, or just bite the bullet and find the perfect location, but have the, um, you know, just the the hotel. Right, we'll just have to be a little bit higher. Maybe the yeah. conference will be a little bit smaller, but we'll be expert at the whole hybrid option. Yeah, that's not very sure. True. So, um, yeah, something that comes to my mind that I, I thought I'd bring up, and and maybe we can chat about it, is I. So I, I used to work for a, a Christian radio station uh, for maybe maybe six months or so. Um, and I spent, like I said before, I used to be a youth leader, so I was very, uh, into the church culture. And as, as even while I was in all of that, um, but it especially became prevalent as soon as I kind of stepped away from that, uh, to really kind of deconstruct and, and figure out my, my own beliefs. Um, I started to realize that there was a lot of, uh, redundancy in the Christian media culture, um, a lot of, um, I, I, I'm trying to think of a word cause I don't want to be uh, a dick about it. I don't want to like sit here and, and put a lot of it down, but I, on, I genuinely, I'm not a fan of like the Christian contemporary culture of, of, of stuff. And, and I think that it's, 
I think that that's exactly why you guys kind of have come out of it and done the Realm Makers because there's more that that Christians can offer. Um, is that something that you guys deal with of like of like not wanting to pander necessarily to the the Christian culture? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we try we actively avoid uh, booking speakers that are just sort of you know in the circuit of 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 uh, Christian writers conferences. Yeah. In general, we try to bring in um, as much as possible uh, editors and professionals from the general market. Yeah. You know, take, take for instance, in 2019, we had Brent Weeks, Christian author, never even heard of Christian fantasy, like <laughs> a lot of our authors. I mean, Becky was writing Christian fantasy and had no idea there was any such thing as that genre. Sure. Or that publishers might uh, be publishing that. Um, and uh, just a side note, in 2019, Realm Makers was as big as the largest Christian Writers Conference. Really? In 2019, ACFW, yeah. Yeah, we went from being a little table of eight or ten, everybody wearing some kind of Marvel Superman or or a Captain America t-shirt spotting each other wondering you're like oh wish any of these classes would relate to what I'm writing <laughs> so having our conference that was just this just as big you know yeah, we had yeah. uh, uh, 400 authors that are uh, well 326 authors attending the conference but we had 400 people that year at mm. the dinner right so, right it's that's so amazing. that's so awesome though it, and it just shows um just that there is uh there is a group of people right like it, it shows that there's a tribe of people that want to connect and, and i think right that's... but we've also had to stop calling ourselves a christian writers conference like mm. we had to say no okay so we had to answer the question all right the answer is no we are not a christian writers conference what was we are a writers conference yeah what is that what was that discussion as... Well, it was, you know, if we have New York Times bestselling fantasy authors on faculty, but okay, so they're Mormon. Hmm. Well, so how do how does a Christian writers conference have a Mormon on faculty? Or how does a Christian writers conference invite an editor from Tor who is a lesbian? Mm -hmm. And we're very much of the opinion of, okay, if you're going to be a fantasy or science fiction author, you're going to be querying agents or editors that aren't in the Christian industry. Yeah. And if you can't work with someone that isn't a Christian, you're going to need to stay in the Christian industry. And by the way, they don't know how to sell Christian, you know, fantasy or science fiction. Sure. Um, because there's an entire community of fantasy and science fiction. Yeah. That's where you have to be if you want to promote fantasy or science fiction regardless of what your own preferences are and um, realm makers is trying to bridge that gap yeah right to show authors who might be christian authors who may or may not be writing fantasy stories that they would call it's a christian story right might or might not but um, they need to be able to go to these events and plug in so it's it's not necessarily about promoting christian works right it's not about promoting oh you know the next narnia um or or whatever it's it's about promoting it's about it's about promoting the work of somebody who who has a belief system that aligns with with where you guys are at yeah to a large part i mean we're, we're just holding the party it's the community Mm. that grows each other's professional careers and develops their support structure. Um, from, from my standpoint, I am not an author. Right. I am a catalyst. Right? I, I see what needs to happen and I make it happen. Mm. And then I move on to the next thing. Sure. Uh, I've got a bit of a short attention span. <laughs> but um, as executive directors of Realm Makers, which that is only about a year old, that right. I have been the one uh, in that position, uh, and I've 
kind of gone back to the drawing board and saying, well, what do I see as being the role I play? And essentially, that is to, to see what successful people are doing, to identify how that differs from what our authors are doing. By our authors, I just mean authors who attend the conference, who are in our community. And to go and try to f accomplish what successful authors are doing. You know, my wife is an author. It's like, hey, let's try to do this right. Let's make all the mistakes that an author might make, overcome them, and mm. then bring other people on board and try to avoid making those same mistakes. Sure. If if plugging in at World Fantasy and these other, you know, um, well, listening to fan successful fantasy and science fiction authors talk, you just hear them say certain things that are all about the same in terms of like, yes, well, I don't do too many events, but um, you will find me at Emerald City Comic Con and New York Comic Con. My publisher brought me out there. Or I was there and they're telling stories about being there and what happens there and being on panels, uh, putting themselves out there. Mm. Um, you can do that without your publisher sending you out there, but it's just at more financial expense sure. uh, of your own. But uh, unless you do that, it's tremendously difficult to take the next step. Yeah. Unless you find your own niche, you can do things online. If that is your bag, baby, it's not everyone's. But, um, you know, some people would sooner have a panic attack than write anything that praises their own work. Sure. I can imagine a lot of people who don't want to do that. But in in this day and age, uh, if, if you don't advocate for yourself, it's hard to get other people to do it for you. Yeah. So and, can, do um, you do you yeah. have do you have any success stories or any stories from the conference uh, that that are something, you know, to give someone uh, a little bit of an idea of of what good this conference has done for individuals themselves? Well, I, I, I know, see, one of my faults is my memory. Mm. <laughs> Remembering names and such. But I know that there was an author who was, you know, who was pitching his work. And the way the story went after the fact was that uh, an editor was hearing the pitch from... Uh, from this gentleman, and they said it was the worst pitch I've ever heard. the The concept was brilliant. <laughs> the, pitch the pitch was awful. Was failing, right? Uh, but they liked the idea, um, and they only accepted agent and manuscripts. So they talked to an agent. They met with an agent. Turns out, by the end of the conference, he was offered a contract. Wow! For the book that he was writing, and so that, that's sort of an example of your concept can overcome your own failing in the pitch process. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it, it only serves to prove the rule, however, that you've got to be able to communicate that concept effectively. Sure. And yeah, I you mean, have it, to have a really cool concept yeah. that hasn't been done before. <laughs> sure. Because if you have a bad pitch and a bad concept, you're not getting anywhere. Um, exactly. Exactly. So what about... I mean, there are a number of small presses that have born out of the conference uh, that have gone on to become relatively successful and continue to grow. Uh, yeah, like which uh, ones? Do you, do you know offhand? Well, I know, I believe, and um, I believe I can speak in saying Uncommon Universes Press. They okay. met at Realm Makers. Um, love to Read, Love to Write, I believe, was spawned at Realm Makers. And... Um, Those are the ones that are currently, you know, actively working um, that were spawned at Realm Makers. I could be, uh, there could be more that are uh, even starting up now. Like, well, I, I know Joshua and Sarah Chad, um, of course, they're married. <laughs> they didn't meet at Realm Makers. Oh, okay. But they're starting Blade of Truth. Mm. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure there there are several others, but 
a lot of it has to do with just the individual folks that you meet and sure. the support that you get throughout the year. Yeah. Um, the Facebook groups got over 2,200 authors. That's amazing. On there. We've uh, transitioned to the realm sphere where now we have over 600 authors who are in our, you know, not really a private group because anybody can join the realm sphere. Sure. But uh, that's also where we serve our paid membership. Right, right. So if but, there uh, was if there was someone, you know, because we have a lot of listeners who are not Christians, and, and that's something that I absolutely love. I love being able to, well, I love being able to be the guy that knows the thing uh, that a lot of people don't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I enjoy when we have people who, who come to our show uh, either – as a guest or, you know, as, as a listener and, and they can bring up a topic that I can talk about and pretend like I know more than them. Um, but the fact is there are a lot of non-Christians who listen to our show. Um, and a lot of them might be writers or looking at starting a writing career. Would there be any inclination? Is there any reason why you would believe it would benefit them to come to realm makers or be a part of this community at all? Well, I mean, you don't have to be a Christian to enjoy spending time with awesome people who are writing clean fantasy and science fiction. Um, there are there are more than just Christian authors who are doing that. And publishers that we bring to Realm Makers, um, they all differ. Uh, but uh, I, I would doubt that any of them would say, well, I mean, if you're right, when you're writing fantasy and science fiction, as long as it fits what they're looking for, uh, there isn't a conversation of, well, you, you need to sign this mm. statement of faith, right. right? You need to ascribe our statement of faith in order for us to publish you. You just have to write a book that they would read and think would be fantastic and appropriate. Because for, at, the, uh, at the end of the day, you're, the you're there to learn from writers and, and, publishers and agents, how to be a better writer. Um, you're learning, you're sitting down with people to pitch an idea and get feedback, if nothing else, on how to be better. You know, this isn't, it, you know, that what I'm, what I'm trying to make sure people understand is that this is not like some cult get together where we all, <laughs> you know, pray over each other's books and, you know, hope that God wills it, that we would, um, that we would be great and wonderful authors like, like Lewis or Tolkien. Um, it's a, it's a place where people come to write and share stories. And absolutely. And I I think it's great, honestly, that you guys have been able to take that step back and go, you know what? We're, we're not a Christian conference. Um, we are a conference for writers and for nerdy people. And, um, the people, the, the influence from it comes from, you know, the influence of Christianity, but that's a completely yeah, just different Just to clarify thing. a little bit, we do serve Christian authors. Sure. Particularly. And so anybody who does uh, come to attend Realm Makers, and we have folks who aren't Christian who attend, who feel just fine being in the company of folks who are Christian, you mm. know? Uh, mm. So it, it's it's important to know that we, we, we took that word off just so that we could not have to uh, fit anybody else's requirements of like well you, you know having a mormons on faculty we ha- we have a new york times best selling author on faculty right, yes that's right. the goal right we're not so concerned about the theology they're not teaching that right they're teaching about world building they're teaching about <laughs> how to develop a magic system in your world yeah um in ways that are in line with what our authors want to write so if you like david farland or brandon sanderson or any of the top fantasy authors who are writing clean fantasy or science fiction then you would be perfectly at home at uh, at realm makers and happening upon people playing dungeons and dragons in the bar at 1 a.m or exploding kittens, or yeah. uh, Nerf Wars. We, we had to stop the Nerf Wars when somebody really blew out their knee 
Yeah, you can do that, man. I used to do that at, at youth group all the time. I, I would get yeah. a little too into those Nerf wars. Um, What's funny is you've got 50-year-old, you know, people out there with Nerf guns, and then it's the it's the 19-year-old that blows out his knee, <laughs> the figure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it is interesting to me that you guys do kind of play in this middle ground, um, and, and and there's a lot of defining and redefining that's going on in there. Um, yeah, it is. It, it's a delicate dance. Um, we just try to make sure that everybody knows what our uh, our focus is, what our goal is, and that is for author development and community. Yeah, you know, I spoke with one pastor who attended, um, and he had said, you know, I attend several conventions a year for pastors, and attending Realm Makers was the most encouraging conference and just fed my soul more than any of these other uh, conferences that actually have that purpose as a pastor right. to feed my soul. Yeah. You know, realm makers did a better job of it. And it's not because we did anything. It's because of the community. Right. Of people. It's a very giving community. It's a very generous community. And uh, I, I, there's no, no other group of people that I would rather serve with my time and energy and uh that's why i'm doing what we're doing at this point we've had a lot of breakthroughs this year i mean both becky and i we've we've left our part-time jobs to focus more uh entirely mm -hmm. on realm makers and the different areas we've um so far this year we've grown each thing that we've done about 240 percent mm -hmm. from the awards to the first bookstore events registration for the conference is very strong uh, at this stage in the game and uh, we're going to be actually launching a, a brick and mortar bookstore like a uh, like a permanent that. one like a station yeah. really yep no we did that in 2019 we had a pop-up bookstore in the king of prussia mall for about five weeks mm -hmm. over the holidays and the king of prussia mall is the third largest mall in the entire United States. They haven't had a bookstore in 10 years. What? Really? How? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so we tried it out. We dipped our toe in the water 2019. They wanted us to do it again. Of course, it made no sense to do it in 2020. Sure. Um, but uh, we're looking to get back into that. I mean, every other independent bookstore in our area, you know, when you look at their website, it's it's I mean, you're seeing focus on occult books, and uh, there's just an atmosphere that Christian books belong in a Christian bookstore. Sure. You know? And every other indie bookstore is everything else. Sure. And so we're going to start an independent bookstore with kind of the same goal. We're not going to, it's not a Christian bookstore. We're not going to carry all Christian books, but you're darn right it's going to reflect the books we already carry, which guess what are written by right. Christian yeah. authors. Yeah. Right. So that is going to flavor the store. If hmm. a Christian who reads comes into our bookstore and it happened in 2019, they'll look around and is this a Christian bookstore? Yeah. Well, kind of, we fill it with <laughs> authors we know and that's who we know. Yeah. So yeah, but other people will come in, buy a book, have you know, be none the wiser because they were captured by the Amish vampires in space poster that <laughs> stops people like a like a car crash. You know, people would walk by the booth and wait. And that's a real book, them. Amish vampires in space. Oh yeah. Wait, what's the name oh, of this yeah. book? Everyone listening, everyone, stop what you're doing right now and write down the name. What's the name of this book? Well, that's what people would do when they're walking in front of the storefront. They'd see the poster and, they, and you'd hear them audibly say it out loud. Amish vampires in space? Yes. And sometimes one of them would say Amish vampires, and then you know, the other one would say, no, in space. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they clinched. But, uh, is that the yeah, name of the book, or is it something else? That's the name of the book. Okay. Yeah, it's got a couple sequels, too. Amish zombies oh, from man. space, Amish werewolves of space. Uh, all hard sci-fi. Yeah. That's uh, fantastic, yeah. Uh, look it up. You'll, you'll find a video of... Uh, the book featured on uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. 
Yes, of course. Yeah. It's just a quintessential book that we don't bring out at homeschool conventions unless <laughs> Carrie is there because it puts the wrong flavor in their in their mouth, right? It, it puts the wrong scent in the air. They think they know what, what it's about. Right. And they don't because the cover is campy. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm looking at it right now. It is You're looking at it, right? It's but the, full the, the on like is... 1990s style camp slasher movie poster. Right. But the, the, the book is hard sci-fi. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, good things happen. Bad things happen to good people sometimes. Yeah. But uh, that's an example of books that our authors would write that a Christian bookstore would turn their nose up at. But it's it's literally one of the most Christian books we carry because mm. God is real. The characters believe that it's true. And with all the horrible things that are going on, they stick to their beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. How do you manage this tragedy through and struggling through the theology of, of how do you respond? Mm-hmm. Right. And um, that's where some of the humor comes in because, you know, poor guys are turning into vampires <laughs> yeah seriously dude i'm so excited about this book i'm, I'm definitely gonna go check it out right now and and honestly awesome. i might i might uh even reach out to carrie and see if he wants to come on my show oh i strongly encourage it but uh if you do buy the book i'd encourage you to go to store.realmmakers.com and buy it from the realm makers bookstore of course man i'm not gonna yes. buy it from amazon i'm gonna buy it from realm makers i gotta support you yes guys. and everybody if you want to get good clean fantasy and science fiction visit our online store at yeah. store.realmmakers.com now real quick and, you, uh, you you said yeah. clean you said you know clean fantasy and stuff i know that you guys you guys do promote books that do have blood and you know and 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 violence oh, yeah. and gore and and there is language you know we're not talking like we're not talking about like uh I don't even know what to equate it to the whenever they take movies and edit them for TV and you know like uh Die Hard they make it you know Oh yes the expurgated version Yeah the the Sayonara melon farmers that sort of thing like yeah um so yeah i mean to be clear at the homeschool conventions we don't take books with profanity or anything like that um in the bookstore i mean you go as far as brent weeks and there you you cover all your bases you know you got decapitated heads you know piled up in a pyramid in the town square Mm -hmm. you've got uh adults manipulating each other with sex you've got profanity but in the end you know, I'm actually getting to the end of the Burning White myself. Uh, yeah. I listen to the audiobook when I'm traveling, and uh, he 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 gets a Christian worldview through to without preaching. Right. Right. Um, and there's just an audience of people who read fantasy and science fiction, and they like they want that gritty fantasy and so that's what he writes he was never yeah. writing anything for a christian audience right he was, he was writing his, to write his anything clean and i think just that's writing what he enjoyed i think that's why i wanted to bring that up because i think when when someone says you know the the good clean you know fantasy that uh, especially when it's in the context of we're talking about a christian um writer or or whatever conference you know, it, it's very it's very easy to quickly go, oh, that kind of corny's 50s, 60s, you know, good, clean fun. But it, that's not what we're talking about. We're, we're talking about right. something else. And there is edge and there there is a darkness that prevails in these books. Um, so much but so. There's, there, there's a hope that's found there. Right. You know, it's not just nihilistic, yeah. hedonistic, you know. You guys don't sell Lovecraft. <laughs> you don't sell Lovecraft in your and your. Well, we do have some authors who write kind of Lovecraftian horror. Sure. Uh, all right. Yeah, I, I can. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's there's really, that. it depends on what the author is writing. Yeah. It depends on whether it's good, and um, when we sell a book, you can know what's in it, but um, it's only at the homeschool conventions that we only bring what mm. we would suggest is clean 
And that's where we sell most of our books. Right. So we do try to focus there's, on that when we take books into the bookstore. There's but, definitely uh, a matter of knowing your audience, and and I get that. Yeah. And I don't I don't fault anybody for, you know, when I when I do hang out with church friends or go to church, uh, I don't talk the same way that I do on my podcast because I know that they generally don't appreciate it. And, and it's not because I'm pretending to be somebody else. It's because I respect people enough to be who I can be to, to be the best person for them. So mm -hmm. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with you going, Hey, you know, at, at homeschool, uh, events, we're probably not going to sell these darker stories. Um, but you can find the people that we do support right, right there on our website. Um, and it's not that we don't sell uh, Amish vampires in space. <laughs> uh, I usually sell one or two at every conference because I'm talking to a dad. Yeah. And, uh, and I go, well, you know, if, if, if you an, like that kind of stuff, it's such an ace up your sleeve, man. You it's here, right? so you good. Go behind the, you go behind the curtain, you know, and you're reaching yeah. back. And one time at, uh, at our first year in Nashville at the homeschool convention, I was talking to a dad and, you know, he's got a Star Wars shirt on. And so we're talking about all the different things that we have and we get into um, Amish vampires in space and. He buys a copy and, you know, 20 minutes later, half an hour later, you know, uh, a few boys come up to the table, you know, one's like 17. It's like, um, I heard you have like Amish <laughs> vampires. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, that's what you're on for. Yeah. Hold on. Let me go over here. And so I, I go underneath the, yeah. the, the, the table skirt into the box. He's like, it's under the table. It's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's the, like contraband. Yeah, you know? it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, man. That's great. Well, Scott, was there was there anything else that you wanted to chat about before uh, before we get out of here? I mean, no, we've talked about everything. I mean, there's the community, the Realm yeah. Sphere, which you can reach us at community.realmmakers.com. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the, uh, the quick way to get there. You can just go to our website, realmmakers.com, and uh, click on community. But um, we encourage folks to participate in the awards program, which always launches January to January 21st, which, of course, that process is over. If you're writing a book in 2021, see us again January 1st, 2022, to submit your fantasy or science fiction mm -hmm. um, for the Realm Awards. Now, for that, we do ask people to sign a, uh, uh, a statement of faith mm. because we do serve christians writing in these genres uh, for for the award, for the award itself it's it's a it, right. in a sense it's a christian writing award right 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 yeah and um and we serve you know authors of faith is a term that you'll hear used a lot but um it it would be uh, misleading to say that we don't um we aren't mostly populated by christian authors right um so that is true and um there's just a lot going on uh we encourage you to uh just go to our website plug in to our online community either on facebook uh if that's where you spend your time or join us in the realm sphere mm -hmm. we'll be bringing more readers into that uh community as time goes on yeah and uh we're just really thankful to uh to you and the rest of the community for all the support that Realm Makers has gotten uh, so far in the first nine years. Yeah. And uh, it's a real blessing to to us personally. And uh, this is a huge breakthrough year that uh, we're looking forward to seeing coming out the other end, um, even with even more growth than we've seen uh, to date. Yeah, I, I genuinely hope that um, if, you, if you've been listening to this episode, you know, I, I do talk about uh, Christianity at least once every episode because somehow it makes its way into every single story or person's life that we talk about. And, and so I, you know, I, I know that I, I beat people over the head with it. But with this episode, I, I hope that if you're listening and, and you have, uh, you know, a basis of faith and you have a, a writing um 
passion, a passion for telling stories that you would check this out um, because it, it is a very um, inclusive group of people that I absolutely love watching this community grow. And it is highly inspiring to see who you have showing up every year um, and and just to be able to see other nerds you know, same as me who show up wearing costumes and cosplay and things like just that's it's so great to to be free, to be what to be into something and not be worried about the people around you. So um, absolutely. I think it's great. Scott, seriously, man, thank you so much for taking this call. Um, I know you're busy, especially with the conference coming up and, and lots of people hopefully starting to sign up. Um, I think I think we should see a pretty good year this year. Um, so yeah, so thanks man. Well thank you very much, Ty.